0: Good afternoon y'all, good afternoon. it's good to see y'all today, <clears throat> you know growing up as a kid, um, I remember having those little science classes in, in uh, middle school and you got to experiment with stuff right and I used to think it was the coolest thing the way that magnets felt, like if you took two magnets and the opposing ends or the same ends, whatever it was, and you try to put them together, they don't, they just, so, they like miss each other, right, that you can't stick those two ends together, same thing with oil and water, right, some things you just can't mix they always stay separated. I'm thinking also of like automobiles. Certain things make an automobile run, right? It's called gasoline. Um, you can't put water in your gas tank and expect your car to go. Certain things make that car run, right? Certain things you can't mix up together. They just have nothing to do with each other. It's a long way to get to the first reading today from this first letter of John. We've been in the first letter of John. It's one of my favorites of the New Testament of the letters. Um, it's short. If you ever want to say, I read the whole first letter of John and make it sound like you read a whole lot, just read first John. It's like three chapters. Um, But it's intense. John's understanding of God is that God is a God of love. We spoke about that yesterday. It's who he is. God is love. I love the first part of this. He says, Beloved, we love God because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he's a liar. Whoever does not love his brother whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen, right? There's this beautiful understanding of John's uh, relationship with God, and that it's a God of love, and that he, he has this understanding that God loved us first, and everything in our life is now a response to God's love. We can't sit there and say, oh, God, you should be very happy because I love you so much, <laughs> right? I've given you my life. That should make your day today, God. No, that's not how it works. God loved us first, Everything we do is a response to God's love. It reminds me of Adam and Eve, right? Adam and Eve, they just simply were created because God loved and he created them. They did nothing to earn his creation. But then they sinned. They chose not to love God back. God was loving them, but they chose to sin. They didn't love him back. And so, but this is the cool part. God never stopped pursuing Adam and Eve. He didn't give up on them. matter of fact, Genesis tells us the exact opposite says, God came down in the cool of the evening said, Adam, where are you? And Adam was hiding, right? Here I am. Why were you hiding, Adam? Well, because I was naked. Well, who told you you were naked? Well, so I got this fig leaf that i put on, right, to hide from you. So there's this beautiful image of God that he always pursues us. No matter what, no matter the degree and the capacity of our sin, God always pursues, He always loves first. Everything we do is in a response to God, even our repentance. God loved Adam first, pursued him, and Adam had to respond, Here I am, Lord. I'm, I'm ashamed and I'm naked. So He put on a fig leaf. Right. So everything we do is a response to God's love. That's the beautiful part here. And so what doesn't mix in the Christian's heart is love and hatred. Those two are oil and water. Those two are the opposite ends of the magnet. They don't mix within the Christian's heart. We can't say, as John says, I love God, but I hate my brother. And brother in this sense means all of humanity, our neighbor, right? Because then that would be weird. That means I I can't hate my brother, but I can hate my sister. (laughs) That doesn't work out quite right. Brother just means our neighbors. So in the Christian's heart, in our hearts, we can't in good conscience say, I love God. I want to give him everything of what I've got and then hold on to hatred for our neighbor. Those two don't mix. And they will always rub our conscience. And they will always be the thing that we go to God saying, I can't forgive that person. I feel hatred in my heart. Why? Do we feel hatred? Because our heart wasn't made for it. Just like Adam's body wasn't made for a fig leaf, our heart wasn't made for hatred. It was made for love. Adam was made for love, but he ran from it. And many times we do the same thing. We run from that love that God wants to pour out on us. He just wants to give us the best of everything. Why? Because he is love. He can do nothing else but love us. And like Adam, many times we'll just turn away. The hatred will get into our hearts. Even self-hatred. That's a big one too. And so let us come today. If there's anybody in our hearts that we need to forgive, lay them down right here at the altar. Just let go of it. Why? Because you're not made to hold on to it. It'll eat us up. And choose love. Our Lady says in Fatima, love always triumphs. It always triumphs. It's never the easiest. But it always triumphs. It always conquers evil. It always conquers hatred. And so let us choose love today. Love is a choice. Let us choose love. And whoever it is that we need to forgive, let us lay them at the altar and ask Jesus, give me the grace today to let go of them and to forgive and to choose love, even in the midst of great uh, damage sometimes that's been done to our own hearts. Love always repairs. Love always repairs. And let's live to the fullest. Amen.